0: Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. Uh, This week, we have captured elusive freelancer and comedian Jeremy Martin to talk to us about his frequently hilarious, always informative events calendar out there, which you can find at the back of every issue of Oklahoma Today. But before that, let's get into our question of the week. We uh, we asked you, what is your favorite annual Oklahoma event? First up is Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner.
1: I'm not going to say the Women's College World Series. Uh, <laughs> I've mentioned it on every podcast that we've done lately. So I will say and said, uh, I don't know. That's a hard one. I really love, uh, Megan's going to roll her eyes at me, but I really love the Memorial Marathon. I think it's a lot of fun. And um, I think it's a really cool and good event for the community. It's not Megan's favorite day. I, either.
2: you know, I don't
1: have Understandably anything, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't
2: have anything against the marathon. I just, it wakes me. The bullhorn. It sometimes wakes me yeah. up,
1: and you're you're inside the route, so you get trapped in your house yes. when it's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable. Um, I get it, but I, I love it. So that,
0: that's my it's, vote. It's kind of like a snow day, though. Yeah. Like it's it's like, well, I can't go anywhere, so I guess I'll just be inside, be cozy. Well,
1: oh, OU. Sorry, I thought yeah. another event. I thought you were going to say the state fair. No, although I do love the state fair, I wasn't going to say that. But what I just thought of was um, OU homecoming. Because it's always at the end of October, the weather's always really nice, it's always a really fun game, and you get there's more activities on campus corner on game day on, at homecoming than normal, so those are mine. All right, managing editor Carly Barrow.
3: I only have room enough in my heart for one event. And that is the alpaca blast off.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I tried to find when the 2024 one is, or sorry, the 2023 one is going to be, um, and they haven't posted it yet. But last year it was in November, uh, early November in Chickasha. So be mm. on the lookout for that because there's alpacas. And there's alpaca wares. And it's just, I mean, it's a great time. It's a great
0: time of year to get those really warm socks.
3: Oh, absolutely. I have a pair of socks that I bought from the Blast Off like eight years ago. They're still in fantastic shape. They are the warmest, most comfortable socks I have ever had. And I think I've (laughs) talked about those socks (laughs) on the podcast before, too. At
0: at this point, I'm wondering when we're going to finally get them on the podcast for an interview. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Photo editor Megan Rossman.
2: There are a lot of events that I'm like, that sounds interesting, I should go, and then I don't, because that's just pretty much what I do. Um, But a couple years ago, I think it's been a couple years now, I went to Fiestas Patrias. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's like this annual Hispanic festival that uh, they were, (coughs) that particular year, they were holding... somewhere in downtown Oklahoma City and I got an agua fresca that was full of all sorts of interesting pieces of food (laughs) like it was not just a drink it had fruit it had lollipops it had all sorts of stuff in it and it was, it was delicious. It had
1: chashadon fried rice. Oh. I
2: mean, it might, there it might have been in there somewhere. I don't know. There and there were so many things to buy there, and there was good music. And I was like, our Hispanic community in Oklahoma City really knows how to party. And it was a good time. It's true. Uh, Head
0: down to Law 29 anytime Mm. because they've got tons and tons of events happening. Research editor Ben Lucian.
5: Well, I agree with Megan that the best drink you can possibly get is the one that that you can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My favorite annual event, it it would have to be Norman Music Fest. I just love, um, really, uh, what's special is uh, the music, of course, but I also just love... um, you know they shut the streets down, and it's just like you can experience Norman in a whole different way than I think you would. You can on any other time. Uh, it's just really special to me. Uh, ironically, I haven't been able to go the last few years because I've been an OU student, and it's always during the, like the busiest time. Yeah. I'm like rushing to get my final project of the semester done every year. But
1: that whole like that that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Oklahoma, in the Oklahoma City area is an amazing weekend because it's Norman yes. Music Fest, it's the marathon, it's the arts festival. Oh, yeah. That's a cool, like, the end of April is a great time in OKC. It really is. Yeah.
5: Yes, the OKC, the, the
1: Greater OKC area, area the yeah, Greater yes. OKC area and Norman. Sorry, Norman. <laughs> What's your favorite event, Greg?
0: Uh, for me, uh, March 14th, burger the- time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like to play that game. <laughs> um, uh, March 14th, the best tasting and nerdiest day in our fair Oklahoma city. It is black pie day at pie. Oh, oh. Yes. Uh, every slice for $3 and 14 cents. Wow. Uh, and you get to be surrounded by hundreds of other dessert enthusiasts who are patiently waiting for, for a slice or several, uh, during this year's event, they said that they had a line down the street from 10 a.m. until almost 7 p.m. Wow. Which, uh, it, it really speaks to the power of pie. Uh-huh. Well, of that pie in particular. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man, I crave it. What did people say on social media? Man, we had a ton of really great answers this week. Uh, our old friend Jerry Bennett uh, said the New World Comic Con uh, here in Oklahoma City, Ooh. which is a, a really good chance to be around some other uh, comic nerds. Uh, Kathy Hollenbeck said the Huckleberry Festival during the 4th of July celebration in Jay, Oklahoma. Carly, I've you went to that one time. You wrote mm-hmm. about that It one.
3: was really fun. I had never experienced people throwing candy out at a parade before, which apparently is like a, a thing yeah, that really? lots Fairly, of people do. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what are they doing? Why are the kids <laughs> running?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just, I hope that there was a bunch of people walking around in dog holiday cosplay, just constantly being like, Mm. I'll be your Huckleberry.
3: No, but there were a lot of Huckleberries to eat. Oh, well. I mean,
0: uh, lots and lots and lots of people said the Memorial Marathon. It's a good Uh, one. Paula Birdsong uh, mentioned the Festival of the Arts, uh, when we really know that spring has sprung. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Go, Go to the Festival of the Arts and get
1: some giant... Strawberries, Newport, and then go run the marathon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think uh, my favorite thing about I feel like the uh, Oklahoma City Festival of the Arts is our uh, community rain dance uh, because it never seem it never never doesn't rain at least yeah. once during <laughs> during the arts festival. Uh, Cooper Marshall, our former intern. Hello, what's up, uh, Cooper? Uh, he said tough choice between Dead Center or Norman Music Fest, both are really fun times of the year. Good uh, choices, Cooper. You're a uh, cool dude. Uh, Stephanie uh, Giacomo said the Robbers Cave Fall Festival. That was actually a pretty popular one. Lots of people uh, loving that one. Uh, Philip, I don't think this is your husband, <laughs> but I, he didn't have a last name. Uh, said the first OU game day in Norman. That is a fun day. Uh, it's hot though. It, it is, but it's also. I mean, I think that first game is like it's. It's everybody's so excited that football's yeah. back. You know, yeah. uh, there's and there's so much hope. You know, at that point. Aww. Oh, you fans! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sean Valley said the International Bluegrass Festival in Guthrie. That's a good one. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, some uh, username SageWord. They didn't have a, uh, a name on there. Uh, the Castle at Muskogee Renaissance fa- uh, Fair, which oh. is uh, we'll learn a little bit An more about that next week. upcoming episode of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone with the uh, great name Watonga Peg. Uh, very predictably, said the Watonga Cheese Festival. I love the Watonga Cheese Festival. I bought that painting over there at the Watonga Cheese Festival. That's on the wall of my office. That People, can, listeners, it is can't made see. of cheese. It's <laughs> a fun festival though, really. Uh, Miranda Huff mentioned uh, Woody Fest, which uh, we will also uh, cool. readers of the magazine will want to stay tuned for. Ben's writing a story about it for the next issue. Uh, Maggie Murdy mentioned uh, Cycle Sixty Six, which uh, begins and ends in Edmond, and, and it's a bicycle ride up and down uh, the Mother. Road. Um, I'm not even sure if this one really exists. Katie Roberts said the Pagan Pride Festival and I was like, you you know what? You know, uh, maybe. Maybe. You why not? It. Uh-huh. it sounds cool. I'd pagan like to investigate. Pride. Pagan. Pagan
2: pride. Pagan okay, pride. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was pagan pride or pig and pride. Either one Either sounds one. fun. I, I think
0: the pig and pride festival is an FFA event. <laughs> no, I was like, it sounds plausible. Like, <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, Marvin Hawkins mentioned the Red Earth Arts uh, Festival. Yep. That's- um. yeah tons of uh, Susie Spencer Sexton the OSU Homecoming Judah Shepherd said the Scottish Festival uh, Dennis uh, Macklemore Rentiesville Dust Till Dawn Blues Festival every Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. um, and uh, Krista Crow the friends of the library book sale always a good time always a good place for, to buy books. for 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 uh, overloading your house with especially if more. you
1: volunteer for it because then you can shop early
0: yeah uh, all right, well, uh, speaking of events, let's talk to our friend Jeremy Martin about uh, how he puts together Out There Every Issue. And now we are very happy to welcome in Mr. Jeremy Martin. Uh, readers of the magazine uh, for about the last year and a half have been treated to uh, what I think is some of the funniest and uh, and most informative uh, uh, events writing that we've had in the magazine, at, at least since I started. Um, uh, Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Hey. And thanks for all the nice stuff you just said. <laughs> well, uh, you, you really do deserve it because um, deadline on the magazine is uh, is a very interesting time uh, when the staff get sick of each other uh, by spending <laughs> a couple of weeks in the same room, reading the same uh, stuff uh, over and over again. And uh, when we get out there every time, it is a real treat because you never know what's going to be in there. Um, and, and really you do some amazing deep dives on some of these topics. I, there are things I learn, uh, because of what you've written in there. Tell me, first of all, how do you go about choosing the events that that you include? Um, well, I use, um,
4: TravelOK.com a lot. Their calendar uh, is very, very informative and includes a ton of stuff from all over the place. Um, As I've gone through months and months of uh, collecting events, I've started to kind of see where I can get them from just like city websites and things like that from time to time. But I mean that that's always my first stop travel okay um facebook the calendar has i think after covid has gotten a little less useful um i feel like they nerfed the calendar pretty bad for obvious reasons during (laughs) quarantine and then i don't feel like it's ever come back i used to do calendar for a different publication and use facebook all the time and just doesn't it's not as good anymore um i do a lot of just google searches for all the towns that i can think of and events in the months that i'm covering and sometimes those come up with things and um but yeah that's i mean that's usually where i get them from sometimes y'all send me some stuff because people email you yeah. about it and that's always good too
0: what what is what is it that you look for in an event that that you think will make it um, a, a, a fun part of out there? Um well I I like to
4: try to take a get a variety of stuff. I like to have ballets and tractor pulls and plays and things for children and free things and things that sometimes things that cost a ridiculous amount of money from my perspective <laughs> no I'm, I'm right there with you <laughs> um I just try to I try to just cover as much ground as I can because I know the Oklahoma Today readers are a wide variety of people that might be coming across this for any number of reasons and uh yeah so I just try to try to vary the events i try not to have too many of the same things and i try not to have too many events from the same places over and over again just because the state's pretty large and if you don't there's big chunks of it that don't get covered in the tulsa and oklahoma city areas if you don't look outside of there yeah Um, absolutely
0: it's uh, I mean, that's really one of the um, main things at the magazine that we really try to do. We're looking for interesting stories, but we also are always kind of trying to find those small town stories, uh, places that just aren't getting covered. It's not like news doesn't happen there. It's not like events don't happen there. Um, and, and there are some really amazing stories to tell uh, in those areas. So, um, you know, it it. it I'm, I'm really happy to hear that that's kind of part of your process is, is um, I, I honestly, I do the same um, when I'm looking for pod vents or um, sometimes for a uh, calendar of events on the website. It's uh you, you want to try and find something. You don't want too much of the same place, you don't want too much of the same thing. Uh, but really it's always fun to see, you know, when a tiny town like Frederick has uh, an oyster fry and you're like, where are you getting oysters in Oklahoma? And, um, you know, there, there's all sorts of stuff. I, I personally am a huge fan of ballet tractor pulls. Uh, so, uh, like you said, I, yeah. I love, I love a ballet tractor pull, um, as much as we can get them in there, uh, cause their bodies are small, but they're so strong and they can so really, true. they can so really true. pull a tractor. Um, <laughs> uh what what are uh do you have any um events that that stick out in your mind uh anything that that was particularly um inventive or funny something that that uh uh for me when i read through them i will actually mark down for ben every single time i'm like i blurt laughed here i could not stop laughing here this is super smart um you know i i i figure that, and I know as a writer that, you know, we, some, we have a love, hate, uh, relationship with our own words, sure. but, but I kind of wonder if there's something that, that sticks out to you that, that you really love, or even just a, a, if there's a type of event that really inspires you. Hmm. That's a really good question. Um,
4: I, I mean, these aren't as fun probably, but I do love just to the chance to nerd out about like classical music and drama and like i have a decent background in all of that stuff so i like to do deep dives on beethoven or uh whatever yeah Uh, things like that (laughs) (laughs) beethoven-esque smart things i like to be smart no um yeah i like that but then i also love like super hyper specific local stuff like all the will rogers stuff i didn't really know anything about will rogers before i came to oklahoma and there's so many will rogers themed events throughout the year oh, yeah. which are pretty cool and um just like i like a good big yard sale like a citywide yard sale those yeah. are always fun
0: um well, you know, you you mentioned the the uh, classical music ones and the theater ones. Those I really do. There are times when I'm reading out there, and there is a brand new fact that I've never heard before that is super interesting, and I I feel like um, you are kind of doing something similar to what I do when I go on like a, a Wikipedia hole. You know, there. You just you find the strangest facts about you know. I found out that Bob Ross apparently did not like his hair. Yeah, uh, I didn't know. Wanted that. to change it, but it was part of his logo. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, but but that's that's the sort of like fun weird stuff that I think out there is is so perfect for. And the other thing is, you are putting a really fun and vibrant voice on on what a lot of people would consider the, you know, it used to be literally, it used to be just listings. Uh, Like our our calendar of events way back when was just a list of like, this is happening at this place at this time, that's it. And to, to see what you have done with it uh, over the last year and a half is really a kind of a masterclass. It, It feels like you're doing, um, and, and, and I honestly think that, that probably a lot of the events are are um, maybe getting some people who wouldn't have gone otherwise because they read something and it just tickled them and they couldn't get it out of their head. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I guess I'm going to go to this Ballerina Tractor Bowl. <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, that's the ultimate
4: goal is to give people more information about stuff they can do.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, one thing uh, I kind of wanted to talk about is uh, you come from a comedy background. You and your wife uh, are part of a uh, comedy duo. Yes. Uh, I I got to see you guys perform once at uh, New World Comics. Uh, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Years and years ago. Uh, I hate to say it's been a long time since I've gotten to go to a live comedy show. Uh, yeah. But um, it was, uh, I, I believe it was, um, the uh, comedy fight league. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you guys were in a tag team.
4: <laughs> yeah. Not the most representative of our comedy,
0: but <laughs> no, I, I think that was, that was also kind of what was fun about it, it was like <laughs> you guys were up there doing some pretty nerdy stuff. <laughs> sure. That's representative of our yes. comedy. For sure.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, how does that, uh, I, d- does uh, does she ever uh, look over your shoulder when you're doing these?
4: Oh yeah, Lauren has been my primary editor, like my first editor for the whole time we've been together practically. So, I mean, obviously there's, I write too much for her to read it all <laughs> over the years, but
0: she pretty much always
4: looks over out there before I send it in. That's really, I, I mean, it's, yeah.
0: it's good to have. It's good to have uh, another set of eyes on there, but especially another set of eyes that that is funny and, and yeah, for know, sure. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> how did how how did you guys start doing comedy together? Um, let's see. Well, when we lived in LA, we would go
4: to open mics sometimes, and we just kind of decided we could do as good as the people we saw. <laughs> doing it we wrote a bit to do together and then we did it in our living room and we were both just like that was the that was terrible that felt <laughs> bad we're really bad at comedy uh so but we wanted to do it still so we started doing comedy separately just to figure out how to use a microphone how to be ourselves on stage how to say stuff try to just trying not to like bump elbows for a while <laughs> so we did that for a year and then uh finally got the gumption up to get up together um and we've been doing that for man since like 2010 maybe it's been it's been a while Yeah. um but yeah so we started in la and then when we moved here we just Kept doing it because nobody stopped us. Um
0: that's that's really that's that's a big part of the Oklahoma comedy scene is uh well nobody said I couldn't. Yeah. Um, and, yeah and, and that's how you get a Brad Chad Porter. Uh sure. <laughs> yeah that's, that's yeah. how you get somebody a, a Josh Lathy, uh yeah. who just has never been told no, uh <laughs> enough. Uh <and laughs> Well, uh, so, folks, if you uh, if you are uh, looking for some really good comedy and you see uh, uh, Bill with the Martin Duplass, um, that is uh, that's that's the comedy duo. Right? am I saying it right? Duprass. Duprass. That's uh, the Martin Duprass. It's um, a Kurt Vonnegut word. <laughs> there you go. Uh, which is even more disappointing for me because I am a huge Kurt Vonnegut fan and Uh, uh, that one just missed me. Uh, uh, It's in Cat's Cradle. There's a ton of made up words in Cat's Cradle. (laughs) Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One of my prized possessions in my office uh, is I have a uh, he he came and spoke at uh, OSU. Oh, wow. uh, So I have a signed program uh from him i actually didn't get to see him there i saw him a couple years later in oklahoma city but uh my friend was there and when he found out that i was such a vonnegut nerd he was like oh here you can have this and so, oh that's amazing it's my treasure uh um, yeah. you know i still i have kids and there i love them but like this sure. thing you know yeah if there's for a fire vonnegut that's didn't coming out him. Them. yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sign up. um so how long does it take you to, uh, to put together, uh, an out there? Uh, because, cause there's somewhere around 30 different events. Um, yeah. um, it
4: takes me, I usually try to spend about a week just pulling events off of the internet because we work so far ahead. It takes a minute to get enough, uh, information to fill it out, but, um, I guess the last time I sat down and wrote it, I started watching Game of Thrones in the background for the first time and got to like episode two or three of season two. Oh wow. End. So I guess that's a pretty good <laughs> That's a that's a chunk of
0: yeah. Yeah. Um is there is there anything about it that that you find difficult or, or, um, or even just something that you kind of look out for? I, I would assume one thing is you don't want to tell the same joke. Yeah, I definitely, especially
4: like the longer it goes, the longer I have to go back and be like, okay, what are all the rodeo jokes I've made over the past year?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of yeah. Ren fair jokes that, that at, at some point you're like, I can't reference that turkey leg again
4: right yeah exactly i have i spend that take that it takes an increasingly long amount of time just to go back over the old material
0: to see if i am repeating jokes because yeah i don't want to do that it's it's like writing fiction uh a very complex story you have to keep going back and like what was that guy's name okay yeah Uh, and he shows up yeah um Well, uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking about this. Uh, This is really fun. And uh, folks, uh, if you have not been uh, reading your magazine front to back uh, or or frankly, back to front, uh, you should definitely be looking at out there uh, in every issue. It is uh, drop dead funny, but also just a very uh, a, a really great comprehensive look at events that are happening all over the state. Um, and, uh, and you know, you get a chuckle out of it too. <laughs> you know, I, I really do appreciate it. I, Carly is in the out there all-star, uh, hall of fame, True. but, uh, I, I think Jeremy has really done a great job finding ways to be entertaining and informative as well. Like there's a, there's a whole lot of, I learn things every time I read it. And, uh, but I also, as, as Nate can attest, I mark down like LOL, uh, on a, almost every time, there's just there's at least there's one that gets fun. an actual blurt laugh. Yeah,
3: genuine think. LOLs, not just yeah, no. <laughs> the text oh, time yeah. that you send to your friends.
2: But when, yeah, when Carla, I just I, I want to like give the, a shout out to Carly too because her when she wrote the out what is now out there, it made me laugh a lot. It did because did. It, there was so much futility. <laughs> there was so much sadness. There was so much <laughs> sadness and futility. It was like. <laughs>
1: I don't know. You write what you like, know.
3: I mean, yeah, if no. you're still planning
1: to be alive this Thursday, come on down to the like it was it was always very corn odd dog festival, Yeah. it was always
2: a, a adventure of emotions. It, it was definitely a journey. A roller
0: coaster ride. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right. It is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's counters for our weekly podments. And first up this week is Ben.
5: Well, if you're still familiar with your fairy tales, you know that the tragedy of Cinderella is that she only had until midnight to enjoy the ball until all her fab turned back to drab. Of course, if she had been whisked away to the ball not by a slow pumpkin carriage, but a hot-rodding Ford Model A piloted by a runner accustomed to ditching the fuzz, maybe she would have had some time to get Prince Charming's phone number or Instagram handle or something. For that and many more reasons, I recommend attending this weekend's Grand Lake Bootlegger's Ball out on the resort town of Monkey Island. Sure, the innocent pageantry of Cinderella's Ball might have suited Disney's purposes just fine, but guests to this speakeasy-style soirée should prepare for something a little more scandalous, as a whodunit mystery of murder unfolds throughout the night. Really, just another Saturday night for us lawless bootleggers. (laughs) Anyway, in addition to some light-hearted homicide, expect an elegant meal, cash bar, live auction, table games, and yes, some honest-to-goodness moonshine. Don your favorite mobster and or flapper attire and head on out to the Shangri-La Resort this Saturday for a Saturday night out that's sure to be the bee's knees. Festivities last from 6 to 9 p.m., it's generally encouraged that guests be of the law abiding variety, but they won't be asking any questions at the door either. Individual tickets are $75 and a table for eight goes for five fifty. For more information, call 918 782 3214 or visit Shangri La OK. That's S H A N G R I L A OK.com.
1: That place is cool. I'm taking my mom there. Yeah. Uh, Nate, what's your event this week? Well, it starts with a poetry reading, because I have poetry. <clears throat> Been working so hard, I'm punching my card. Eight hours for what? Oh, tell me what I got. I got this feeling that time's just holding me down. I'll hit the ceiling or else I'll tear up this town, so now I gotta cut loose, foot Loose. Kick off the Sunday shoes, please, (laughs) Louise, pull me off of my knees. Jack, get back. Come on before we crack. Lose your blues everybody cut footloose. (laughs) Those inspired words by the poet Kenny Loggins have stirred your soul. You wanna make it a point this Saturday, April twenty second, to head to the Footloose Festival in Elmore City. If you didn't know, Elmore City is the town that inspired the movie Footloose, and the second movie Footloose that fewer people saw. Inspired both Uh. of those. So put on your hot lime green leg warmers, your bangle bracelets, and your mullet, and roll your suit jacket sleeves up to the elbows, because this celebration will be awash in all things 1980s, including an 80s costume contest complete with a trophy. There will be games, food trucks, vendors, crafts, a motorcycle and car show, dance contests, and inflatables for the kids. But at 5 p.m. the local community center will host a street dance complete with and starring the original group of kids who fought for their right to party and inspired a cultural phenomenon for more information call 405-808-9450 Kenny
2: Loggins is underrated Kenny Loggins is rated <laughs> I I love Kenny Loggins. when I No I die, actually do love Kenny Loggins. I hope they play Kenny Loggins at my funeral it's just you know highway to the dangers and- <laughs> that's a great deal. consider it done
1: <laughs> <laughs> consider it done we're going to make that happen
2: Yeah. <laughs> please please do, please remember someone uh, needs to remember
0: alright, this uh, Danger Zone, what's your event?
2: Uh, Generally, when you're digging a hole in the earth, you want to be done with it as soon as possible. Whether you're digging a trench, planting a tree, or hiding evidence, it's a labor-intensive activity that leaves everyone sweating. But on April 22nd, visitors to the Salt Plains National Wildlife Refuge near Jet are going to spend hours digging with joy at the Salt Plains Crystal and Birding Festival, because digging for salt crystals is a lot more fun than doing something practical like burying fence posts. But... If you've got some little ones you want to put to work, this will be good practice. Bring those tots along and sharpen their manual labor skills as you search the sprawling, sparkling salt flats for embedded pieces of selenite. While you're there, be on the lookout for various species of migrating birds that stop over on the surrounding 32,000-acre refuge. And be sure to bring some shovel, sunscreen, bagged lunches, and pitchers of water for you and your companions. There are also rumors of a digging contest and a post-dig movie. Uh, visitors will meet at 10 a.m. at the observation deck near the restrooms. <laughs> and if that's where you meet,
1: that's where you meet, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Also, if you miss the event, fear not, because crystal digging season lasts from April, April 1st through uh, October 15th. So you have plenty of time to buff up those kids so they can put in the new septic line at home. <sighs> For more information, call 580-626-4794.
1: You told people to bring pitchers of water, and I thought you said to bring pictures of water. (laughs) (laughs) Just handing them out. Just like, have you seen this water? Do you have anything to drink? No, but look.
2: I was thinking, I don't know, I had this mental image of... I don't know, like Depression era, bringing pictures. I was thinking pictures of beer, but I was like, I'm not (laughs) sure I should. I'm not sure (laughs) I should encourage people to bring beer to the Crystal Birding Festival. Probably not, and they'd probably get in trouble, and then they'd, you know, call tourism and say it was my fault, and (laughs) And everything. It would would just just be a whole thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Carly, what about you? What's your event this
3: week? I'm not a big fan of outside. (laughs) I prefer my hair not windblown, and the sun is my mortal enemy, so I try to stay indoors if I can. But even my black heart is warmed every year by the explosion of spring hues around this time. If you can't get enough color in your life either, check out the Artesian Arts Festival on April 22nd at the Artesian Plaza in Sulphur. Not only will there be more than 100 talented Native artists on site selling paintings, pottery, jewelry, and more... But there also will be performances from the likes of Emily Rhine, the Gray Snow Dance Troupe, and my favorite Christian rappers and the stars, in my mind, of Reservation Dogs, Little Mike and Funny Bone. And this is the Artesian Arts Festival's 10th anniversary, so you know it'll be something really special. Admission is free, so you can spend all your dollars on delicious food truck grub and spectacular art. Check out chickasaw.net slash artesianfest for more info. I really want to go to this. I've I've it like too. admired it from afar for many years. Hello, no, no. Mike actually... and
2: Funnybone. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. I always really them.
2: like being in Sulphur, too. It's, it's, a a yeah. lovely. it's a really place. fun town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that town. I really like it. And I love the artesian hotel. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Greg? Save for astronauts and people who have been abducted by aliens, most of us will spend our entire lives on the planet Earth. If you're an Oklahoman, where our average lifespan expectancy is about 74.1 years, you'll probably log somewhere around 27,046 days on this big blue marble. And what a place Earth is. Literally every product you use on a daily basis is made on Earth. Every famous person you've ever heard of was most likely born on Earth. We're still out on Bjork. Uh, If we were to advertise for our planet, we would say, Earth, it's where you keep all your stuff. Which is why, both in celebration of and for the protection of our shared birth and probably death place, we are celebrating Earth Day on April 22nd. There are lots of ways to mark the occasion. You could dig a hole and put a piece of cake in it. You could find a small hill or even just a bump and make it wear a birthday hat. Uh, or if you're slightly less insane than I am, you could head to one of the 10 Oklahoma State parks holding an Earth Day celebration. Beaver's Bend in Hochatown, Quartz Mountain and Lone Wolf, Lake Thunderbird and Norman, Sequoia and Hulbert, Tenkiller Killer and Vian, Roman Nose and Watonga, Grand Lake and Bernice. Uh, Roberts Cave and Wilburton and uh, uh, Lake Murray and Ardmore and Salt Plains in Jet will all start their parties the same way most of us end them with a cleanup. Guests are encouraged to uh, dress for comfort, bring work gloves, while the parks will share garbage bags and a token of appreciation for volunteers that I presume is not the garbage bags uh, who come out to help. Visit TravelOK.com for more information. Sounds like that. Yeah. Sounds like a nice way
1: to spend Earth Day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. State Parks. I like that.
0: Uh, and uh, the sound of Kevin Bacon desperately trying to book a flight to Elmore City (laughs) means that this episode of Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. Uh, If you can't get enough, please head to oklamatoday.com, and you can pick up our latest issues on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com, and we will talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridges Sloan. For more information, visit OklahomaToday.com.
3: Goodbye. Okay,
1: get out of my office. <laughs>